Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we're going to talk with Kayla Quintana, head of marketing for Fairfax Connector, and we're going to talk specifically about the Student Bus Pass Program. And I thought that was going to be a tongue twister, the Student Bus Pass Program, but I got through it. I did, did it. Great. I did it. Awesome. Yeah. So, Kayla, Fairfax County, Department of Transportation, I know you haven't always been there. Kind of, you know, part of the program is we like to get to know the county employees. So how did you get to the county Department of Transportation? What what brought you there and led you there? Well, Jim, I've uh, been a resident of Fairfax County for over 30 years. So almost born and raised here yeah. um, for most of Cl- my life. Closer than many, yeah. Yeah, closer <laughs> than many. Um, and I've worked in communications and public relations in the region mm-hmm. for about 14 years. Mm-hmm. I started out with the Northern Virginia Transportation Commission and uh, then transitioned over to the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority and um, been doing a lot of communications with them and then decided to head on over here to uh, FCDOT okay. and marketing for Fairfax Connector. Okay. So, so I've been transportation, just, yeah. Oh, I'm a transportation girl. I love okay. it. I've been promoting transit and transit in the region for, again, almost 14 yeah. years. So what, what, what about it? What makes it so interesting for you and kind of a passion for you, really? Yeah, the thing about it is transportation doesn't sound sexy, yeah, yeah. but it really kind of is. It's something that touches everybody's lives. Um, they um, absolutely, it affects everyone in some fashion or another. And the idea is sort of present this menu of choices for people that it's not all buses for everybody. It's right. not always ride sharing. It may be that one day a week you take the train and one day a week you take the bus and another day of the week you telework. Mm. So the idea is That's to show people there are lots of choices available here in Fairfax County and um, make sure that they know what those options are and how to access them. No, that's true. That's true. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. And Fairfax County Department of Transportation, kind of just a little bit about them. I want to make sure folks realize listening. And the only thing I know for sure is that Fairfax County DOT is not the one out there paving all the roads in Fairfax County. That's That's the Virginia Department of Transportation. So, So what does the county Department of Transportation do? What we do is a lot of planning, Hmm. um, community meetings, um, coordination with other agencies, funding for these projects. Um, We um, have experts who deal with all these aspects to help actually bring these projects to fruition. Hmm. Um, The Northern Virginia Transportation Commission and Authority are huge players in the region, um, helping to fund projects in transit and transportation, especially for Fairfax County. And Fairfax County plays a very, very important role at both those organizations. So this um, this is a way for the county to uh, bring all these other pieces together because there are a lot of moving parts to these kinds right, of projects. Right. Um, and there's a lot of prior planning and organization. So mm. a project that we are seeing built today right. was probably planned 10, 15, 20 years ago. Wow. So there's a there's a long horizon on these projects okay. and it takes vision, it takes commitment, it takes That's coordination, and it takes a passion from people for from people um, in FCDOT to commit to doing things that they mm. may not actually see happen oh, yeah, yeah. sometimes in their career, in their lifetime. Yeah. And we're doing long-term planning and coordination for 20, 30, <clears throat> 40 years from now. Right. Well, you know, the Beltway, the Inner Loop, the Outer Loop, the Silver Line, the Blue Line, you know, all these different things, you know, sometimes it seems like it's not coordinated, that, that this project, this road is being built, and people go, why, and why is that road not being built? But there, there is 
master plans. There is a lot of Absolutely. things going on. Not only master plans, but other co- you know uh, coordination required from both the federal, state, and local levels, um, whether that's from um, not just the funding side of things, but the environmental side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Obviously, there's development that's ongoing. Oh, that's true. And it doesn't mean that they can't change and reposition as time goes on. But the fact is that um, you know this stuff takes a long time right. to get coordinated. And, um, you know, they try to retrofit and, and make adjustments mm-hmm. um, as needed. Um, and that's often in response to, you know, new developments, again, new um, new insight, new technologies. Um, it might be uh, a new type of, um, you know, a clean fuel system on a bus. Mm-hmm. So you rechange what kind of buses you buy. Right, or, right. Um, you know, there's all these different factors that are taken into account all the time. But it's it's definitely a rewarding thing. And it's really nice to see these projects come to fruition. I remember going out with Tom Bashadney, our, our executive, our, I'm sorry, our, executive, our director of DOT, um, many, many years ago, and taking General Assembly members out mm. to the site Tyson's, oh, yeah. where the Silver Line was going to be. This oh, was 10 uh, or 15 years yeah. ago. And again, that had already long been in the planning. Right. But the idea was to take these legislators from downstate to these places to show them what could be. Mm. And of course, it's I've been fortunate enough in the last 10 years to see that to actually, actually see come it. to yeah. fruition. Yeah. And it's kind of nice. I mean, I, I, I rode the first Silver Line train out, and I, I was got a little teary-eyed because <laughs> in my own way, right. um, I had played a significant role um, in trying to help make that come to fruition, along with many, many, many other people, right, of course. Right. But, you know, my little part, you know, I just realized just taking these legislators out to this place and showing them why this would make a difference to this part of the yeah. world. Can you see it here? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, so it was very, very rewarding. But you don't always get to see that. Right. You know, it, it's a lot about it has a lot to do with timing. Yeah. Yeah. So Fairfax County Department of Transportation operates the Fairfax Connector Bus service. That's correct. Okay. And it's a big bus fleet. Big, big, a lot of routes, a lot of we coverage. We have 300 buses. Um, we have 85 routes that cover the wow. county. Wow. Um, we are growing constantly. I always tell people it's not a matter of whether or not we want to provide service. Mm. It's a matter of how much money we have mm. <laughs> to provide to that service. So, I mean, if we had our way, we would have, you know, bus stops, you know, every five feet if we could. No, that's an exaggeration. But, um, you know, we would have, you know, more connectivity than we do now, although we we are, you know, growing and uh, and making huge progress in that regard. So um, we have fantastic service um, throughout the county, especially in areas like Reston and Herndon, Tyson's Corner, Springfield and South County. Um, We've got some areas around like Burke, Mm -hmm. where I live, um, that are we're trying to add in service. Mm -hmm. Um, We have um, along major quarters where Metrobus operates, where you know, looking at those quarters. So there, oh, okay. there's a lot of planning coordination going on to try to expand service as we as okay. we move forward. But we've launched a new campaign this year called Where Will You Go Today? Mm. Um, and it's in honor of our 30th anniversary. We've oh, been doing okay. this for 30 years yeah, now. Yeah. And the idea is to um, kind of get people to take a second look at Fairfax Connector yeah, and, um, yeah. you know, sort of think about where could we take you? And it could take you anywhere. Right. Um, so whether it's a job or a doctor's appointment or right. activities, um, take the kids out. Yeah. Uh, it's a great it, service. Is it, with your experience and your background, um, <coughs> do you find folks are looking more at the connector or, or bus service in general? Is it becoming more a part of the thought process? I mean, I'll be honest. I, I grew up in the South mm-hmm. and didn't really have a lot of bus service, or at least that I was aware of. I didn't grow up taking the bus. I grew up driving a car. 
So maybe mindset and how, how I was raised, if you want to say, plays a part in it that maybe bus is not the first thing in my mind. Is that, is that a good analogy and do you think it's changing? I mean, I don't know if that's a great question or not. But No, it's, it's an interesting question. It's something that I talk with people about constantly. I mean, I again, I've lived here for 30 years and I grew up, when I went to high school, I went to West Springfield High School, um, the first thing you did was you got a car. Right. Um, and at the time, I will date myself and say that was the right, late 80s. Right, right. Um, at the time, we really didn't have a level of bus service and connectivity here in the region. Mm. It was almost like it was an afterthought. Um, it wasn't something we were thinking towards because we were very much a car culture. Mm-hmm. And if you think about the baby boomers and um, Gen Xers, um, people in my age group, um, we all were sort of more focused on cars. Um, yeah. Millennials are very different. Mm. These kids coming up today are really... Uh, very, they're much more practical about moving from point A to point B. And so the, the, it's changing a little bit. So instead of going after these folks who are baby boomers, maybe getting their retirement, mm-hmm. as has been for the last 10 or 15 years, you know, this industry is sort of marketed to those people to get them to change their behavior, right, right. to change their thought pattern, to, to change perception. And there's only certain times where you can get people to change. Number one, if they buy a new house or move, if they get a new job, um, or there's some sort of life-changing event that mm-hmm. requires them to um, want to change their habit mm-hmm. of commuting. It's very t- Think about how many times you change habits in your life, yeah. how difficult it is. Yeah. So, um, but, the, but the gift that we've been given is because things have become so congested, because the economy the way it is the way that it has been, um, people haven't been able to run out there and buy cars for their teenagers. Mm-hmm. Teenagers want to be more connected. Right. They want to stay on their phones and their iPads. They don't want to have to worry about driving somewhere. They're waiting longer to get their driver's licenses. And so it's less of a hard sell than it used to be to get, especially these younger kids, Mm -hmm. to rethink how they move. And they're very practical about it. They're using technology to figure out how they're going to shift from point A to point B. And they really don't care how they do it. So that's kind of a neat thing. But to your point, you were talking about a perception, I think, of buses. And one of the things that I do when we go out to these events uh, to talk about Fairfax Connector is we take a bus. You know, a lot of people haven't even gotten on a bus. They have never ridden one. They <laughs> well, don't know that's what like, like a duh, They yeah. have a sort of vision of what the bus yeah. is, and it's maybe it's dirty, or maybe it's yeah. not the most positive. I mean, yeah. you know, people t- think of trains as really, you know, cool, and then, you know, a lot of times you can get money and, and funding for trains, but you can't get them for buses. But buses are infinitely more practical. They're much more useful, not only from a day-to-day basis, but they're flexible, and mm-hmm. they can be used in emergencies in a much mm-hmm. more practical that's way true. from a longer-term standpoint. So um, the idea is to get people on the buses and sort of dispel the myth of the bus. Um, Our buses are clean. Our drivers are friendly. We have great safety record on our buses. We have a tremendous and fabulous system. So um, I find that when people try it, Mm -hmm. they like it. Okay. Um, Because it does. The the key really, the, the fundamental key is, A, using technology so that mm-hmm. people can access the system and know when their next bus is coming. Right. And that's coming soon for us called okay. Bus Tracker. Okay. Um, and I won't tell any more about that. Uh, that's going to have to be another podcast. But um, we've got bus tracker coming. And then also that takes the anxiety out of waiting for the next oh, bus yeah, to come. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other piece is um, just making sure that, like I said, people have um, access to that bus and know um, know that we have some schedules that are growing and that they can take the bus to where they need to go. Okay. 
Well, interesting. That's I think that's a great segue into the student bus pass program. Talking about you know your experience and and obviously you know I remember growing up. I took you know rode the bus to school, mm-hmm. but that was a school bus. So when we're talking the Fairfax Connector and the student bus pass program, is that that's using connector buses to maybe A, get to school, or maybe B, go elsewhere as well? You got it. Okay. So hey, here's what happens. No. So here's what happens. Um, you know, the there were some shift in start times for schools. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have a limited fleet, um, and they were having to cut back on the afternoon buses for oh, some yes, of these schools. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously looking for budget efficiencies, um, they, the Board of Supervisors and the school board took a look at this and said, hey, um, could we potentially use Fairfax Connector buses and provide access for students hmm. to get to and from school or to and from activities or to and from jobs using existing service that we have with Fairfax Connector? And in fact, this has been great. Um, it's called the, the Free Student Bus Pass Program through Fairfax County. Any student who is a middle or high school student in Fairfax County and resides in Fairfax County, and that includes homeschooled students or private school students, oh um, can all get a free bus pass. So um, this has been a great program for us. We started it last year. We it was el- all high school and middle school students were eligible in the county, mm-hmm. um, but we really started out with targeting five um, schools oh, okay. for outreach, okay. um, and really focused mostly on the high schools. There seemed mm. to be a little bit of uh, concern about the middle school students riding right, the buses right. by themselves. So we started out at South Lakes High School last year, and we just were floored at the reception we received. Moms were hugging me. (laughs) Dads were thanking me. Students were thanking me for this program. They just thought it was the greatest thing. Um, Athletes, coaches. That's what I I was getting ready to say. It's incredible. So this has just been a great great tool for that. It's been a win-win. We provided over 151,000 student trips last year in just wow. 10 months. Wow. So we've been tracking this. Originally, we started out with Monday through Friday, um, limited times because we didn't want people to get too nervous about the kids uh, being out too late. Um, but we had such an overwhelming demand and request from administrators, students, and parents to expand the program that the program is now seven days a week, Wow. 5 a.m. to 10 p.m., and all the student has to do is show their pass, and they can take Connector anywhere we go. And as an added bonus, Fairfax City Q saw the program, loved it. Their city council wanted to get on board, and they're now a partner. So now their students can ride Connector buses in city of Fairfax, and then our students can ride Q buses wow. in the city of Fairfax. So it's um, it's a great it's a great program. Yeah. It's just been so much fun. These kids are great. They love it. They love the independence. And I'm surprised at how many parents are not, you know, concerned. You know, they they, they view the system just like I do. Very safe, mm-hmm. uh, very clean. They some of them ride the bus themselves, um, and they um, they're excited to have their kids learn how to ride the bus. Yeah. Well, and I, as you were talking, I was thinking all the many times when my daughter was growing up with soccer practice, how I would have to take off work early or rearrange my schedule to take her to a practice where she could have taken the bus. Oh That's my gosh, exactly how, right. How, much, how awesome could that be? Now, let me make sure I understand this. Middle school and high school students in Fairfax County, either public school, private school, homeschooled, they get a free student bus pass. That's free. Free. So absolutely free. Whenever they need to ride the bus, <clears throat> they have their pass and it's free. 
That's correct. They pay, they pay nothing. They pay nothing. Okay. It, is an, it is an absolutely fabulous benefit wow. of living uh, in Fairfax County and now the city of Fairfax yeah. um, that you can have a, a student access. There's really three easy steps involved in getting a student pass. Okay. Number one, a student can either come to an event, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, that we're doing some outreach events before school starts and actually bring their parent with them, pick up a form and, um, and get that signed. Okay. Um, or they, once school starts, they can go to the front office and most likely school. the schools are going to be promoting this. They're, they're definitely right. going to be promoting right. this once school gets started. But they can go to the front office, pick up a permission form, get it signed by their parent or guardian. They sign as well. And then uh, bring it back to the office and get your pass. Um, but if you can come to these events that we're, that we're going to be mm -hmm. uh, going to in the next few weeks, you can actually get your pass on site. I just need, you know, we just need you to bring a yeah. parent with you. Okay. Well, let's talk about those events and just remind our listeners <laughs> that we are recording this uh, podcast in the middle of August. So if you happen to be listening uh, later or on the archives during a replay and it's, you know, maybe September, October, November, maybe some of these events may be gone, but uh, we'll provide some contact information later in the in the show. And again, just to remind folks, we are talking with Kayla Quintana of, of the uh, Fairfax Connector about the Student Bus Pass Program. And Kayla's going to give us a few events upcoming, I assume, in August and September. Absolutely. Okay. So Mount Vernon High School um, in Alexandria, we're going to be out there tomorrow, August 18th, from 2 to 6 p.m. And again, if you stop by, we've got some great giveaways, and we can actually get you a pass, get your student a pass. We'll be at Woodson High School on August 30th from 1230 to 5 p.m. We're going to be at West Potomac um, High School on August 30th from 2 to 6 p.m. Uh, there's some overlap events, mm -hmm. um, so we'll have staff split up between the events. Um, we'll be at Fairfax High School on August 30th from 3 to 7, Lanier Middle School on August 31st from 3 to 7, and Hayfield Secondary School um, on August 31st from 3 to 7 p.m. So um, we're going to be okay. out there. We're going to be giving away some fun um, fun prizes and giveaways for kids. We've got some back sacks yeah, for the okay. students, which are very popular this year. Um, and like I said, if you can bring a parent or guardian with, uh, with you as a student, right. you can certainly get now is there opportunity if, if school administrators principals PTAs are listening and they see they hear this and say wow it's a great opportunity can we have an event at my school um, absolutely you can okay. reach out um, right now we're just trying to you know get the the before school crowd sure, um, sure. we plan on doing events throughout the year we're gonna try to coordinate an event at Herndon High School and also at Thomas Jefferson High School probably during a lunch hour but um, we are actually reaching out directly to the middle school principals association and the high school principals association this year we're briefing them I'm working closely with the, um, the community developers for NCS, for Neighboring okay. Community Services. They run these teen centers, and they're um, working with me now to help get the word out oh, to yeah. especially wow. families in that. need. Yeah. Um, and then uh, hopefully I'll be meeting with someone from the Athletic Council soon to do some direct outreach to our athletes and coaches to yeah. let them know more about this program. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the idea is um, to just to make sure that every student knows if they want to pass, they can get a pass. Yeah. For free. Um, Did we mention free. that enough? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a tremendous benefit. I mean, in truth, I mean, riding the bus is fairly inexpensive. It's a dollar seventy-five. Yeah. So, um, for for anyone, um, child, children four and under ride free. Uh, seniors can ride for eighty-five cents. So, you know, you're not talking about a ton, but you know, some of these families, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Well, and especially if you've got a kid that has maybe an after-school job and some. Uh, 
you know, a team sport practice and maybe is going to be riding it every day or two or three times a day and then on weekends, even even a little amount adds up. So absolutely, free, I, again, I always tell free. the kids, I was like, it's better to have it and not need it yeah, than need it and not have it because the FCPS, uh, the Fairfax County Public Schools, have do have a the permission form and, yeah. and the distribution of the passes actually takes place through them. Okay. Um, they want to kind of maintain some control over sure, that sure. Um, and and we respect that completely um, you know as far as we're concerned we just want the kids on the buses yeah, and you know service. you think about it too this is not only making a difference in kids lives because it's giving them uh, basically training for a workforce you know workforce training this is this is going to be part of their lives we're a growing county um, we're a more increasingly urban county we can't pave over everything <laughs> so we do need people to start thinking and availing themselves of all these different choices yeah. as I as I started at yeah. the beginning all these different choices available and so um, this is an important part of that workforce development and for some families this is a cost savings they sure. their kids may have already been riding Fairfax connector and so you know it's taking a little bit of relief off those needy families um, it's giving kids a sense of you know ownership of the world and and accessibility and I think that's really really important and and like I said I think the administrators I've heard from counselors you know instead of kids if they've got a, a kid who's been late to school or skipping school because they missed the bus, right. they get him a pass. And they say, you know what? <laughs> right. The connector goes within a block of your house, and I you want you to get on it, the 1015, and you're going to get to school, and I'd rather be you be late, late right, but you'll be there. than not at all. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're helping to um, make kids, help kids to be better uh, better engaged in school and school activities. I've had students who said, you know, testimonials, we did surveys this year, and um, they uh, there were some testimonials in there that they offered. Said, you know, I couldn't try out for the team because I didn't have a ride oh, to gosh. and from practice. I couldn't have done this activity because my parents are working two jobs or three jobs, or I just don't have a ride, or we only have one car. Um, and they're able to be engaged. Yeah. They're able to be more civically involved. Um, so, you know, there's some just wonderful benefits of this program that I, I just Absolutely. didn't anticipate seeing yeah. when I started. But it has been absolutely rewarding it was fun we were at south lakes high school this past weekend doing an event and i saw two kids i recognized two kids from last year oh, um getting their passes again and one of the girls was bringing her uh, little sister along oh, to nice. get her pass because nice. now okay. she was starting seventh grade and she could get a pass cool. so it's really really cool so the long game in this i mean the short-term gain is we're helping these kids we're helping these families we're helping the schools but the long game is we're also creating customers for our future business. Sure, sure. Um, we're helping them to get used to riding the bus right. so that it's not a behavior change. It's not a huge change and shift in how one moves around the county and becomes second nature. Yeah. So this is so there's a, there's a short game here and there's a long game yeah. here. Awesome. And uh, and I think it's it's just been a win-win yeah. for everybody. Well, and unfortunately we are out of time. But uh, one thing I did notice in a brochure that you've got that f I'm sure folks could get if they needed was uh, a picture of a, a youngster putting a bicycle on the, yes. the bike rack in the front. Yeah. So, uh, you know, remember that, you know, ride your bike to the bus stop, you know, get to where you need to get, go. And maybe you've got three or four more blocks you got to ride to practice. You're, you're doing that as well. So 30 seconds left. Final thought, plus give us, our listeners, some contact information. Is there a, a website they can visit for more information? Is there a phone number they can call? So kind of wrap it up for us a little bit, Kayla. 
So I just want to challenge folks, if you haven't been on the bus recently, take a look. Um, check us out. Go to fairfaxconnector.com today or soon. Um, look at our schedules. Uh, stop by one of our connector stores throughout the county for some free trip planning. Um, and if you're a student um, or a parent of a student or know a student who could benefit from the free student pass, again, go on to fairfaxconnector.com and check that information out. Um, and then visit us at one of our upcoming events. Um, we'd love to see you. Mm -hmm. and if if you can't make it to those, definitely stop by the front office at your schools and pick up a, a student pass uh, and, and get connected. Right. Because, um, you know, we want to challenge everybody. You know, where will you go today? I mean, the bus can can open up a lot of opportunities yeah. for you. And um, and like you said, you can ride the bike to the bus. You can take it to parks and shopping and jobs and appointments and, um, you know, just get around. It's just a great way to great way to move around the, at the county. So All we're right. very fortunate to have a great system. So again, fairfaxconnector.com. Um, we've got a Facebook account at Fairfax Connector, and we're also on Twitter okay. um, at, Fair, at FFX Connector. Um, and also, if you want to check out Q, um, you know, again, our partner for this free student pass, they've got QBus.org. Okay. So um, we, we're we're great partners in the region, very working good. together in transportation. Awesome. But thank you so much for having me, Jim. Absolutely, and thank it's you. It's been great, a pleasure. Great information. Great information about the student bus pass program and uh, wow all I can say and in case we didn't say it enough or you miss, missed it it's free so take advantage of it thanks again to Kayla for being with us thanks to you for being with us on the county conversation if you need more Fairfax County news and events you can visit us online at fairfaxcounty.gov news or call 703 Fairfax that's 703-324-7329 weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks again for listening to the County Conversation produced by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.